The following paid program is owned and produced by Michael Villa. All opinions expressed by the host or guests are their own and are not endorsed by radio station KKGK 1340 AM, 98.9 FM Management, Lotus Broadcasting, The Network, or any of its advertisers. How hot is hot? Fanboy. 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 Fanboy Sports. Local and national sports from a fan's perspective. It's time now for the Fanboy Sports Show with your host, Mikey V, on Fox Sports Las Vegas. It's Mikey V with the Fanboy Sports Show. And I have my Brody back with me, my special co-host, Anderson Hunt. He's back. What's the deal, everybody? What's the deal? How y'all doing out there? Uh, we're live and direct, baby. And uh, we've got some baseball playoffs happening. I need to – I got to ask you, who do you like in the playoffs? Uh, you've got uh, Houston, who's playing tough. You've got uh, – who else do we have off the top of my head? Uh, you know what? I got to shout out to the Phillies. Oh yeah, of course. Shane Scott, yep. Yeah, you gotta uh, give her a shout out. And that's uh, that's right, Bryson Stott. He came up with a big hit. Yes, yes. That unloaded the floodgates, and they just rallied from there. Man, and then Bryce Harper hit that bomb. Oh yeah. You know, Las Vegas guy. You know, Vegas represent man. Vegas represented um in uh what you call it in. D-E-L-S. Yes, the uh, divisional series. Yes, the, he represented, the, uh, Vegas represented. Yeah. Vegas got you know Vegas. Vegas has a lot of athletes. Baseball, football, basketball, a lot of athletes. Yes, it so, does. You know, homegrown. Homegrown, and they come from everywhere. Yes, that's it. It's lovely. So I don't know. I mean, oh, you got the Padres too. The Padres, they upended the uh, the Dodgers, man. <laughs> do we do we like the Dodgers? We like the Dodgers. Don't I love we? the Dodgers. You know, I love the Dodgers. Rest in peace, Vince Scully. Mm. You know, you know all the you know rest of the guys. And uh, <laughs> that that was um, that was heartbreaking. But you know, hey, that's baseball. That's true. That's you know, true. It's a baseball. You got to come to play every night, even though it's you know sometimes it's a. Three game series, five game series, seven game series. You got to come play every night. That's right. That's right. But it's also tough to beat Soto and Machado when they're in your lineup, right? Oh yeah, Soto and Machado. That's that's like a um, drink. <laughs> that's like a drink or a dinner plate or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah, them boys is them, yeah they not playing. So that'll be a nice series, Philly, um, and San Antonio, you know, San uh, San Diego. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. So, some people know this, but I don't know if everybody knows this. But you are a baseball player. Yes, You're a baseball player. That was one of my first mistakes in life, switching from baseball to basketball. Really? Yes. Tell me about it. Tell me more, man. Shortstop. Southwest Detroit, born and raised, born and raised. Oh man, baseball was my first love. But my neighborhood, we played every sport. But you know, 
I excel at baseball. So what are the games like? So, okay, you started in uh, Little League. What was the name of, the, of your Little League? Um, Southwest Detroit, Little League. Okay, what were the games like back then? He was then? playing at Kennedy Center. The games were so competitive. <sighs> I mean, when I was nine years old, you played, no, I'll take you back. Oh, you played from eight to 12, Little League. And I was eight years old and I was pitching against you pitching? yeah i was pitching oh yeah eight years old man and man i think they scored um score was like 52 to one 52 to one yeah man i was a, i was eight <laughs> you you beat a team 52 to one no they beat us 52 oh, to one. what stop playing they beat us 52 to one i was pitching eight years old but i'm playing against guys that's 12 years old 11 years old Eight. Not, uh, to this day, I can mention that now, and they can start laughing. And they be like, that was you? <laughs> like, that was you pitching? <laughs> you know, I can tell, uh, it's a guy that played on the team. Bill Jones uh-huh. played at Iowa. Yeah. Um, UNLV beat them up in Seattle. Okay, okay. And then Iowa beat them the next year at Poly Pavilion. But Bill Jones was on the Cobras. I think he had um, a home run and a couple of doubles off me that day. But yeah, when I remember, when I told him about it, he started laughing. He was like, "That was you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was one. Of, but you know, that was bumps and bruises. But once I got older and older, stop it. I mean, one year I didn't even strike out not one time. Uh, I led the league in hits. Um, you're in from the right or the left side? I'm in from the right side. Okay. Shortstop. I'm right. leading off. You are righty. That's yeah, true. Yeah, I'm leading off. I was Derek Jeter before Derek Jeter. Oh. Yes. Ooh. Derek Jeter represent Kalamazoo. You know. Yes, sir. All that. Michigan. The greatest to go. Michigan Shortstop. power. I think mm, a lot of people might get mad at me about this, but I'm going to take Derek Jeter over Ozzy Smith. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yes. Yes. Uh oh. And okay. you know, I'm from Detroit and you know he from Kalamazoo, so Yeah, yeah. There it is. Mm. Mm-mm. If I have any, you know, debates, come on with it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So did you pitch? Did you end up pitching after that outing again? Um, you know what, I pitched a couple more times, but you know, one time I pitched a no hitter when I was twelve. Really? Yes. I pitched no hitter when I was twelve. Twelve is a good number for you, man. Yeah, I that's your. That's the number. Yeah, Terry Bradshaw, Roger Starback. You know, that's the only reason I. You know, I would. You know, I wore number twelve. Tom Brady, later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tom Brady. yeah, I love Tom Brady. Yeah. I love Tom Brady, but you know, um, back in my day, it was Roger Starback and Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, they are. They're, they're legends. Yes, number twelve. Hell, don't forget Dusty Baker too. Number twelve. Oh yeah, number twelve. See, you got so much sports knowledge. Like, I mean, it's besides all the skills on the court. Yeah, and I'm from Detroit, Mike. Hockey town. That's right. And, yep, the Knights are back at it. That's true. Yeah, but you know, hey, let's do it. Huh? Wings. Yeah. I'm born and bra- I'm born and raised in Detroit, but second home Vegas. So, Golden Knights, we got to represent. Got off to a fast start. Yeah, you see, hey, you see what the ladies did? 
They brought the championship to the city. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Let's do it. Yeah, I, man, that was wow. That that parade was uh, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I kind of got squished in there a little bit, but uh, we we you know we touched on that a little bit. But it is all good. You know what's funny is uh, I pitched two in Little League. When we come back, we'll talk about my pitching outing, which was, which was kind of like yours. Uh, <laughs> no, they just scored fifty-two runs on you, Mike. <laughs> That's true. I mean, fanboy. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll be back in a minute. The real estate market in Southern Nevada has changed. Rates are up and prices are going down. If now is the time for you to buy or sell a home or property in Southern Nevada, seek the realtor who was born and raised in Las Vegas that possesses the necessary skill to help you navigate through complicated market conditions. Select Michael Villa with King Realty Group. As a Rancho High and UNLV graduate, Michael takes tremendous pride in serving his community. With nearly two decades of experience, hundreds of homes sold, and a penchant for delivering superb customer service, Michael will get the job done quickly and seamlessly while leaving a smile on your face. Visit CashOutMyVilla.com or call 702-219-3178 for a consultation. Count on your real estate sensei, Michael Villa, to help achieve all your real estate goals and make your real estate dreams come true. When it's time, remember to make your move with Michael Villa. Call 702-219-3178 for a consultation. Nevada Real Estate License Number S0065507. If you own a business and card processing is part of your business model, you'll want to hear this. Provident Payments, a card processing company based in Southern Nevada, will save you the most money on card processing fees while utilizing the best, most cutting-edge equipment available to the industry. Being based in Las Vegas also means prompt service when you need it most. Save your business money by consulting with Michael Villa of Provident Payments at 702-219-3178. Whether it's karate or real estate, one must know when to make the right move. And when you make your next move, be sure that your real estate sensei, Michael Villa, is by your side. I can't help you win a karate tournament, but I can surely help you win the bid on a new house or get you the best possible offer on your existing home. And now, a demonstration. Yes! That's me eliminating any obstacles on the pathway to achieving your real estate goals. Call me for a consultation. 702-219-3178. Hey, hold up, come on, whoa Fanboy Right back at this Right back, right back, hold up, whoa Fanboy Fanboy Sports Sports, from the fans' perspective It's the Fanboy Sports Show with your host, Mikey V On Fox Sports Las Vegas We're back, Fanboy Sports on Fox Sports Radio Las Vegas here with my special co-host yet again, Mr. Anderson Hunt, MVP. You know the deal. And so, okay, I want to take it back with what we were talking about right before we went to the break, which is a fanboy. Right? Yes, I am. You know what a fanboy is? A fanboy is a kiss ass. That's why I have the lips for the logo. Damn. Let's be real. Man, let's go to your uh, pitching, your little league pitching. We will. We will. No, we will. <laughs> but I just want to make that point. But you know what? Sometimes fanboys, they might be kiss asses, but sometimes they turn into friends and good yeah. people. Yeah, no doubt. You're right. You know? You're right. Maybe living not often, but it happens. Living witness. Hey, I, 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 
I'm lucky, man. I, I'm grateful and I'm lucky because you're my man. But let's keep it real. That's what it is. I know it's a, a derogatory term, but I'm turning it into light, baby. <laughs> Can't you see his face right, right now, guys? Right, right. We listening. We listening. Oh. He's up to the story about his uh, pitching days. Right. Get on with it. Get on with it. Okay, so... <laughs> You know what? I was 10 years old. It was 1990. It was uh, probably two months after you uh, smoked Duke. Okay. And uh, uh, this was the last game of the season. This was minors now. I was I was uh, playing for the Houston Lumber Indians. What month was this? May? It was June. Okay, June. Okay. About, oh, June, you said June, about June. Maybe July. Probably about okay. June. Yeah, no, it was June. All right. And so uh, I, I, all of a sudden I wanted to pitch. And my coach, my coach was uh, Mr. Gary Pulliam. Who, uh, Gary uh, Pulliam. Yeah, good Gary Pulliam. Yes. Uh, He's still living? Yes, he is. Okay. Uh, right. Shout out he, to coach. Yeah, shout out to coach. So he put me on the bunk because I was like, I want to pitch. You know, I hadn't pitched yet, but uh, I threw a few warm-ups and I was ready. He's okay. Talking a big game. Go ahead and try it out. I got on that mound. Oh, man, it was different. I was on that pitch. Like, um on the angle, right? The mound is different. I was just, I wasn't throwing on a mound. I was throwing on, on you know, flat right. grass right. coming up. And then I get right. on that bump and I'm taller than everybody. I'm, you know, going downhill. Then it's a batter up there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, man, I, I walked everybody. It was, we, I, I got three outs, probably gave up 11 runs. I didn't give up 52, but it, it felt like 102. And I, I damn near walked off the field. Oh, I didn't walk no one. I didn't walk no one. No, everyone got a hit. <laughs> what no walks? Man, I was walking them. I was I was giving up hits. I was throwing the ball to the backstop. It was ugly, man. Oh man. I didn't pitch again, man. I, I stayed my butt in the outfield. <laughs> From then on. That's awesome you got back on up on the bump. Oh yeah. And, no doubt. I had to get back up there. And through through again. Yeah. And you said a no hitter? Yes. And literally. Wow. Who was that against? Oh, who was that against? What is against that? It was either against the Jams or the Jets. Okay. I can't remember. I think it was against the Jams. Because the Jams was red. They was red and white. Yep. Okay, okay. Yep, yep. And there was only really one, two. They only had three, only had three little league teams with that wasn't major league teams. So what was it like when when it, do you remember how it was when it when the game ended when the last out was recorded? Like, What's your game? You no hitter. Yeah, I remember that. I remember getting a no hitter. Did you dogpile like it was a big celly? Nah. You just walked off. You just big leagued it. You walked yeah, off. Yeah, gave me five. That was it, man. Wow. You know nothing else. It was you know like that. Back then, it was so many athletes yeah. in my neighborhood and, and, and our little league that, you know, that really wasn't, that really wasn't too big. So a no-hitter in your neighborhood wasn't nothing. It was nothing. It was like, hey, a couple people this uh, regular pitch no-hitters. Yeah. Wow. There's a few people pitching no-hitters. I mean, at any level to throw a no-hitter, that's a big deal, man. Oh, yeah. That's but you know what, deal. man? Growing older and learning the people from your neighborhood, 
we have one, two, like three Hall of Famers. One, two football Hall of Famers and one basketball Hall of Famers came from my neighborhood. So, you know, and then my neighborhood produced BMF. What's that? Black Mafia family. What's so that? So, Big Meach, Southwest T. Oh. Yeah, so, you know. Oh, look at that. My We're neighborhood going. is famous. We're going deep into the deep. You know, yeah, my neighborhood is famous. Ah. You know, we got, you know, we got sports figures, all American, play every sports. We got hustlers. We, but we do have honest, hardworking people. Yes. Big three. We got, you know, Ford Motor Company, Chrysler, GM, you know, just, you know, hardworking people in Detroit. But, you know, for my, in my neighborhood, you know, it's just, you know, that's just a way of life. I can attest to that. Luckily, I was, you were my sponsor, man. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. You came through, man. Well, I came through and you you took me around, man. I, I love that experience. I just love that. Gave me a little bit of strength. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. A little bit of credit there. I had to take you to the neighborhood, you know, stand, you know, stand on the block. Yeah. <laughs> you know, luckily, there wasn't no gunshots. Thank God. No, it was peaceful. Everybody was in yeah. good spirits, mm-hmm. you know. Everyone was. Uh, uh, it was, it was nice still early, day. too, so that was good. That was, you know, that was good. Good summer days, you know. Yeah. Leading up to our golf tournament, which we, we covered before, mm. but yeah, that was yeah, yeah. Everything was good. The D now it's what about fifty something degrees? Yeah, it's about fifty, but the next couple of days in the D is going to be real nice. Is it? Yeah, real nice. Seventy, sixty-eight, sixty-five. In October in the, in Detroit, if you get to anywhere close to sixty, you're doing good. That's true. You know. And then you get to 70, that's butter. There's going to be a lot of people out with no jackets on, and they're going to be sick the next day. <laughs> it's not funny, but it happens. You know, that's, that's that, that wild weather head. change. Yeah, that's that flu weather. Ooh. That's what we call it, flu weather. Ooh. Ooh. Well, I know we're, we're talking numbers right now, and uh, I'm going to talk about your number. We're going to go back to that. Well, actually, we didn't cut cover it the last time you hosted, but me and Winky covered it, and now we're going to cover it now with us at number 12. It's time for that thing to get up in the Thomas and Mac rafters. Now, you you, you tweeted. Something. It's been time. I hate to cut you off. It's been time. I, I don't want to get too far, but it's been time. But, you know, it, it's, it's steps. You know, it's, it's levels to this. So, you know, I got to go through the levels. But. At this point, when people come into Thomas and Mac and look up in the stands, I mean, look up in the Raptors and don't see my name, they're ass, you know, but they're not going to go to the president or to the athletic director or something like that and say, why his name not up there? Right. You know what I'm saying? And then I was never the person to petition anything. I have never sued anyone or anything like that. So I shouldn't have to petition you know, for somebody to, um, for any fans in the city, the state, around the country to petition to even get up in the Raptors. You know what I'm saying? My numbers speak for themselves. I agree. You know, big games, regular season games. You know, I just hate, I left school early. Other than that, I'd have broken more records. If I had another year, I'd have really broke all the records. That's a fact. You know, so I'm not, you know, being, 
you know, cocky about anything. I'm just, that's just, that's just how I feel, you know, and then how, you know, how I prepared myself to play and how Coach Tark, rest in peace, Gerg, Coach Edwards, Coach Starr, um, Coach um, mm, Ganulin, everybody, Havanic, uh, a lot of people played a role in us getting prepared for play uh, big games and play just just be prepared to be in shape and be ready to beat anyone. You know what I'm saying? The coaches did their job and we did our job. So I don't have to really, you know, say too much. You know, it's just the people, it's just the powers that be. You know, back in the day I didn't realize what was going on with Coach Tark and, you know, all his, you know, the people headbutting with Coach Tark to get control of the school and all that. Coach didn't want control of the school. He just wanted control of his program and win and be left alone. And that's what we did. So, you know, when the blue, when somebody messed with the blueprint, the foundation, that's what happens. You know, when somebody build a foundation, that's just like, I hate to say this, I'm born and raised in Detroit. Well, this this goes uh, um, along a lot of places. When somebody grand grandparents didn't work years and years to build a foundation, and then their grandkids or great grandkids come and they have a different um, dream and mess up their whole business and everything just fall apart because the grandkids or the great grandkids don't have the same vision as the parents did or the grandparents did so that just that tears down the whole foundation so that's what happened here I think you know when you go against the blueprint and the foundation that's been laid down that works and everybody respect it and everybody across the country want to come here and everybody in the inner city in the suburbs all over the world just love how you play that's what it's about Guaranteed, you go get recruits. You go get a lot of stuff just by playing hard and getting prepared to win. That's real, man. That's real. You laid it down right there. That's it. You know, you uh, sent out a tweet that was like, you know, we need a lot more. I'm paraphrasing it. Basically, we need a lot more people to agree to further the discussion. Oh yeah. Uh, we need you, we need the right people to agree because a lot of sports fans and a lot of rebel running rebel fans never been really heard. Right. You know when they say uh, power fast school and we was the last school to win it that wasn't a power fast school. Like man, stop it. Mm-hmm. If you got athletes and you got a program that's gonna get you on the level to play all the power five schools or all the the big name schools, the traditional schools, that's great. When you get on that level, when you get on TV or when you whenever you get on that platform, you gotta perform and people is gonna watch. Just like when I played in high school and I was watching Georgetown against UNLV. And I was a Georgetown fan, but UNLV competed to the fullest. I was like, who is that? Like, who is, who is that guy playing against Ewing? Who is that guy guarding Reggie Williams? Who is that guy guarding uh, Wingate? And you know, dang, they got the fireworks. Wow. That's the place. And you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, that's the place right there. But <laughs> I want to go there. 
so hunt check it out i remember my uh, reply to your tweet which was you know a flame starts with a spark and that's what you know and thank you vegas varsity for doing that making that graphic and we're gonna get some teas on that too mm. but uh, vegas varsity shout out yes sir uh a flame starts with a spark you know and that's what what that is and and i think again the powers that be you mentioned them that's mm-hmm. UNLV. That's UNLV Athletics. Yes. Okay. And they, they like the pairing. They, they brought you and Wink in as a pair, you know, so to speak, uh, in the Hall of the UNLV Athletics Hall of Fame. I know it, it should be, it should it, be it, you know singular. What? You know what? I, you know, at this point, it didn't make a difference who I went in there with. Right. You know, you know what I mean? But little bro, I went in there with little bro. So that was, you know, that was even better. You're right. You know what I'm saying? It took 30 years, 32 years, but but you're there. Yeah, I'm there. Now we got to get your jersey up there in that Raptors. And, you know, if, if Wings coming too, great. You know, as long as we get them up there, baby, yeah. they got to be there. Yeah, and like I said, we got have a have, we have to have enough people in their ear and petitioning for it. But like I said, I've never been a guy who's like, ah, you know, we go do petition right, right. and oh yeah, we go sue them and oh, I ain't never been that guy. So I'm not I don't wanna start now, but you know, the numbers speak for themselves. If I'd have stayed an extra year, they wouldn't have had it wouldn't have been no question. Right. But it's still no question now. That's right. Because, That's right. you know, I'm the only MVP of the whole history of the um school. Still so the number one three point shooter. No, number one. We're not even gonna count that. We talking about NCAA because really, that's what really counts. Because you know the Big West and all that. We 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 ain't playing the big big conference. So conference games, you know, it was it was all right, but it was really the big money games was the non conference and the NCAA games, and that's when we shine. Well, I see you got the passion always and always oh, yeah. and all the time. So do I. I've got so much love and passion for what we're talking about, you and the guys, the ninety team. I oh, mean, yeah. it just it overflows and it always will, man. Stace my will. man. I love Stace. That's my big Shout brother. Out Ice. What? Him and his wife. Leslie. Yes, Leslie. God bless Leslie. Oh, I love yeah. her too. I'm telling you. <laughs> real deal. That's awesome the real people. power couple right there. Real. It would have been a perfect they would have been the perfect coach, you know, first lady combo for, you know, like Tark and Miss Tark. They was perfect for the um, yes. university. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Miss Tark is preaching academics, 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 right. school, school. <laughs> coach Tark is preaching basketball, basketball, win, then go to school. That's right. That's right. We trying to win. That's what the university want. They want to win. Don't get me wrong, but they want to win at an academic school, not a basketball school. Right. UNLV was known for basketball and hotel. That's right. That's what I thought. Man, we can keep going. You know what I'm saying? But, this, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But, man, you know, Coach Talk put this basketball program on the map. Yes, he did. Blueprint wow. Foundation. That's it. Well, that's all the time we have, everyone. Thank you for joining us at the Fanboy Sports Show with my special guest co-host, Anderson Hunt. He, he's dropping the mic. Drop the mic, baby. <laughs> I got to drop the mic. Let's go. 
Well, show is brought to you by Michael Villa, your real estate sensei, King Realty Group. Make your move with Michael Villa, 702-219-3178, cashoutmyvilla.com. It's a wrap. The preceding paid program is owned and produced by Michael Villa. All opinions expressed by the host or guests are their own and are not endorsed by radio station KKGK 1340 AM, 98.9 FM Management, Lotus Broadcasting, The Network, or any of its advertisers.